Greetings to all you saints in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to this edition of Voices. My name is Pastor Larry Sparrow, the pastor of the Christian Church at Port St. John here in Florida. And it's good to be able to talk with you. I pray that you are all well and fully knowing the joy of the Lord over you as you hear and obey His directions that come from His right hand. For all of us who were blessed to be on the site at the Spring Saints Gathering, we say thank you to all those who had to stay home. You made it possible for us as guests to be together, and I thank you, and I think I speak for all of us who were there. We miss you immensely. We love you all so much, it just felt a little strange not seeing you there. But it was comforting to know that you all were behind the camera participating with us and noticing that blue cup that sat on the pulpit as Pastor Ron was teaching. You know, from time to time he would take a sip and then blame his energetic or often humorous outbreaks during the delivery of his teaching on what was in the cup. So I wanted to follow his example. Ah, there's nothing like a good warm cup of celestial bean juice. <laughs> or perhaps it's a rich chocolatey cup of cocoa. It could be a steamy brew of golden apple cider with a stick of cinnamon. Tell you what, I'll just let your imagination fill in the blank of what's in my cup. I wager that what you believe might be in my cup is probably what you would like to have in your cup. So I think it would be fair for me to ask you, so what's in your cup? This is in fact the title of this installment of Voices. Following pastor's lead, I'm going to blame any anomalies to my normally serious presentation of Voices on uh, what's in my cup. You know, the Bible has some significant references to cups. The Lord has impressed upon me that we as saints need to be aware of the cup and its contents so that when we are asked, we can answer this question of what's in your cup. Here's my thought on what should be our source of our answer. What we as sons do on behalf of the Father in our role as saints and sons in His kingdom is what speaks of the contents of our cup. This is what we are drinking daily. Amen? Think about this in Matthew 20, 22-23. When Jesus was dealing with the mother of James and John, she wanted to make sure her boys were put in a place of honor. She wanted them to be at the right and left hand of the throne of his kingdom on earth. He answered and said, Ye know not what ye ask. Are ye able to drink of the cup that I should drink of, and to be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? They say unto him, We are able. And he said unto them, Ye shall drink indeed of my cup and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with. 
But to sit on my right hand and on my left is not mine to give, but it shall be given to them for whom it is prepared of my father. This is interesting because of the question and because of the answer. Jesus said, Ye know not what ye ask. Are ye able to drink of the cup that I should drink of and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? First of all, Jesus connected the significance of the cup that he was drinking of with that of his baptism. So the cup that he was drinking from spoke of something that was equal to what happened when he was baptized, where the Spirit of God came down as a dove and rested upon his shoulder. It was then that the voice of God was heard to say, Thou art my beloved Son, in thee I am well pleased. This cup is filled with the assignment that pleases God when it is drunk. The word cup itself is the word pot a rion. It speaks of not just a drinking vessel, but by extension, it talks of the contents, including the alignment or destiny of an individual. So this cup that Jesus was drinking had to do with who and why he had been sent from heaven to live as a man on, among men. Both the cup and baptism involve the coming into contact with a liquid that indicates a calling to purpose, a fulfilling of that purpose. The cup is that predestination that is assigned from before creation as a calling, and baptism is fully committing to that calling for fulfillment. These two brothers had no idea of the fullness of what they were about to drink. It was going to demand all that they had been predestined to be. They had no idea what it would cost them to invest their identity in the plan and purpose of the Father. But Jesus knew what was coming and foresaw their loyalty to the message of the kingdom. As sons who have been at this for 20 years plus some of us, I think it's uh, more like 15 years for me, I'm pretty sure we know what we're asking for, <laughs> but not entirely everything. We have been given the cup, we have drunk from it, and we have answered the call and have been baptized to fully invest our true identity in the commissioning of our destiny. When people come up to us from wanting to know about being part of the kingdom as sons, we will set the tone of their recruitment by showing them what's in our cup. They are to follow as we have. They are to drink as we have drunk. People will not really know what they are asking for, but we know what will quench their thirst. When we show them what is in our cup, it's going to be a look into our alignment and faithfulness with what the Father has ordained for us to do. This transparency is what Jesus was showing the sons of thunder. He was with them not to be their boss, but to be their elder brother that's showing them who their Father in heaven really was. It is important to know what's in our cup. What we show people is what God is doing in us. 
This is to be the example of what God wants to fill their cup with. Jesus gave us the example of what filled his cup. And so this is our purpose. This is how we relate to people. So our cup is to contain the purity of our pursuit of the Father's heart and to truly know him in the fullness of his ways and in the way he thinks. This is what the scribes and the Pharisees didn't have. And this is what kept them from hearing the truth. We see this in Matthew 23, 25 through 26. Jesus is talking to the scribes and the Pharisees and he says, Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For ye may clean the outside of the cup and of the platter, but within are full of extortion and excuses. Thou blind Pharisees, cleanse first that which is within the cup and the platter, that the outside of them may be clean also. The cup is the same word that potterion, and the platter is just a side dish for some other food. The gist of what Jesus is saying is simply that while the scribes and the Pharisees looked good doing the religious things that they did, their motivations were lifeless and rotten. This meant that a good deal of their time was concerned with hiding what they were really were. They were always covering up their activities that served themselves so that they looked like they were selfless before the people. They lived for the admiration of the people rather than the pleasure of the Father. So when the truth of the teaching of Jesus came along, they only saw a threat of being exposed for what they really were. The only logical response for them was to become defensive and look for ways to discredit what Jesus did and taught. This is how it came to be that they accused Jesus of casting out demons by the power of Beelzebub. We are going to have this same kind of response as people see what's in our cup. This will be the source of our persecution. For this we are to rejoice and be not just glad, but exceedingly glad. This is about jumping for joy like you just won the lottery. Which it kind of really is because Jesus said that great is our reward in heaven. So we we have really won the lottery of heaven. We are to wait. We are to want people to look at us and, and see the heart of the Father. We want people to see and to be awed by the life that is aligned with the Father. This is a life that is in our cup. It is a life that is a, has righteous vision. People will see what has been added to us from this pursuit. And they will know that this is who we are. This is what is in our cup. What is in our cup is not bitter. We have no fear, perfect love. We hear from the right hand of the Father, and we are obedient to His directions, and we are successful in our obedience in what He has asked us to do. We are in constant commune through our diversities of tongues intercessions, and we are interpreting the mysteries of God as He is showing them to us through His logos. Jesus said that 
If what was in the cup and on the platter was pure pursuit of the heart of the Father, that they would not have to worry about the way the outside of the cup looked. It would be perfect. So, what if we look in our own cup and see some impurities? This is not <clears throat> grounds for throwing the whole cup out. Our warfare is part of what needs to be seen to bring encouragement and hope to those who are looking at our cup. Our perfection is our value to the Father and not in the way we appear. Showing people what is in our cup is the way of Jesus. If we see some grounds in the bottom of our cup, that is the Spirit's work of bringing things to our attention that need to be strained out. It is an opportunity for us to demonstrate the passion of the Father to bring us to the fullness of His righteousness. That is what it means to be a saint. So we need to know what's in our cup as well. Jesus said, we are to be poor in spirit. That is to realize that we need more of what God has for us to mature as treasured sons. This is how we will possess the kingdom of heaven, which is the foundation of the power of eternal value that functions in heaven as on earth. This is the cup that is full and running over. Amen? Our cup is to rule and reign as sons. This is our inheritance. This is what we drink. Jesus gave the cup to his disciples at the Last Supper and said, Drink ye all of it. This cup is not to sip at, it's to gulp down. Jesus was prophetically calling for the, the scribes and the Pharisees to humble themselves at this onset of the new thing that God was doing. He wanted them to see what was in their cup so that they could become pure. You know, when we speak prophetic words into the crypto of people, it is a call to humility to realize that God is ready to fill their cup with the fullness of who He is. And when that happens, who they are will be purified. <laughs> so I declare that this is what is in our cups. Amen? So as you sip your soothing concoction of pure enjoyment, think of what is in your spiritual cup and just know that in the bottom there is always the possibility of finding some grounds. Hmm. It is in our humility for the work that God has prepared us for that we will experience purity in our cup. The outward beauty of the cup will be known by God as it comes from the uh, inside. As we drink it, it will please the Father and His joy will be the strength of the brew. <laughs> then shall be given to them for whom it is prepared by the Father. This is what we are asking for and what we offer to others. What God has prepared for us. God is sending us those who want to have a cup like ours. It is our job to show what goes inside that transforms the outside. So in closing, I want to declare over us Psalms 23, 5. One, actually, uh, 1 through 6. 
It says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Hallelujah. <laughs> That's it for this installation of Voices. So until next time, this is Captain Sparrow of the Flying Buttress gulping my cup and sailing off into the sunrise of the estuary. It's the East Coast, you know. It has to be sunrise over the water, right? All right. Love you all. God bless. God bless.